Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hey there, thank you for joining us this week. We have another little mini series and I thought it'd be fun to answer some questions. Um, I'm calling this the Nutrition Mythbusters series. And for today, to start it off, we are gonna talk about organic versus non-organic foods, give you the definitions, the information, and let you decide for yourself. (laughs) Sound good? Okay. So first off, the other day when I was shopping with my daughter, um, she made the comment, and she, by the way, she is 11 years old. She made the comment of, well, shouldn't we get organic? Isn't that better? And I thought, well, not necessarily. And in her terms of better, we're, we're better for the environment, better for the earth. And I thought that was very intuitive for her for her to understand that and think that. Um, so we talked about it a little bit. I gave my information on it. So I'm going to share here um, some of the definitions of what organic means and a couple of points that organic has specific certifications or certain things that applies to just organic foods, such as does not contain antibiotics and the animals are not given antibiotics. Also, the plant or the plant that the animal eats, the plant has no pesticides or herbicides and the pesticide is the one that kills the bugs. The herbicide is the one that kills the weeds. Also, no artificial fertilizers are added to the product. Um, When you see the label organic, that assures that 95% of the products are organic. So what happens with that extra 5%? The organic label does not guarantee that it's free of these things. It's just a lower amount. There still may be some pesticides and herbicides, just less of them. Now, if you see a label that says 100% organic, then that assures that everything follows within those organic standards. A concern that many people turn towards for as a plus for choosing organic is the question of whether conventional products link to cancer. And I won't get too into this because this can be a lot, but I still want to point out um, many studies have studied this issue And there are so many surrounding factors. So it's hard to get a direct link to these chemical causing certain cancers. I will put a link in the show notes um, where there are a slight risk talking about non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, So as always, nutritional sciences are not as black and white as we would like them to be. Another question that I get is, should I only eat organic produce? Many questions to consider within there. Um, Are you able to buy it? Is it accessible to you? And usually, organic costs a little bit more. So are you willing to pay the price? The benefits of eating conventional produce versus not eating any fruits and vegetables far outweigh any concerns with organic. I want to point out, that even organic produce may still have some residue 
because of airborne pesticides from uh, from conventional farms. So this is a very tough and complex subject talking about this one. Um, but let's talk about the nutrition. Does organic products contain more nutrients? And again, there are some studies that have shown small to moderate increases in some nutrients in organic produce. Um, organic produce may have more of a certain antioxidants or types of flavonoids. I know there were some studies done with tomato products and showing that organic tomato products, such as canned tomatoes, tomato paste, tomato sauces, had more lycopene than conventional tomato canned tomato products, which is really cool. Another benefit that there may be some extra nutrients involved, omega-3 fatty acids. This goes with the feeding requirements for organic farm animals may have higher levels of omega-3s. For example, cattle-fed grass and alfalfa, that beef may have a higher content of those omega-3s. And when I think of this, it reminds me of growing up on the farm. And I would like to know if our cows had that because they were grass-fed and had alfalfa. Um, in the summer, that was my job to get the truck and and round up the cattle in the field after they grazed in the fields. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, but anyway, questioning our beef when the beef that we grew up eating because we did not eat any fish. And if we did eat fish, it was a fried breaded fish sandwich during Lent. That's about all we got. So I hope we had some extra omega-3s in our beef. <laughs> okay, back on track. I, I want to point out, you may see the label higher in omega-3s, organic meats, dairy products, and eggs. And even if it's not organic, the eggs that I buy still says, that label says, a source of omega-3s. And it's because those chickens were fed a supplement and the eggs now have higher levels of omega-3s. I also want to make note, if this is a concern for you or something that you're very passionate about, about eating organic foods, a great place to start if organic is for you is to think about the foods that you eat every single day. Foods that may be prone to a chemical residue, some may include oats, berries, and tomatoes, and those items are not protected with the skin like an avocado. And this may be a personal option to buy organic if the price is not a concern. Because yes, many of those organic items are a bit higher at cost, and some items are the same, which is really cool to see. Um, Again, organic is a personal choice, and buying organic does not mean that it's healthier or better for you. There are many factors to consider. For me personally, I buy both, but I also do love buying some organic products because I find that they have more flavor, such as baby carrots. Have you ever tested an organic baby carrot versus a non-organic baby carrot? Try it out sometime. I think there's a difference. Maybe I'm just crazy. Um, Even tomato sauces, especially when I can buy the store brand product that is organic at a very reasonable cost. Um, Like I love the spaghetti sauces from Aldi, Costco, or Trader Joe's, and they taste delicious. However... (laughs) There was a time in my life, I think in my 
um, years ago when my kids were very young, and this was a priority for me. I wanted to buy a lot of organic produce, meat, and products for the family. Um, And now I come to see it both ways. I'm not as concerned with it being organic as opposed to just having a lot of just having more fruits and vegetables, whole grains, and all that good stuff. Um, But I will have to laugh because I remember one time my husband sent me this zoomed-in picture of a bug on a piece of broccoli. And I was like, oh, where where is that? And he goes, it's in my lunchbox. (laughs) And the comment below of the picture was, is this broccoli organic? Don't buy organic broccoli anymore. (laughs) So I could not believe that that was from his lunchbox. So yes, I do buy um, non-organic fresh broccoli, but that's a personal preference. So whatever works for you um, in your household, in your likes, in your budget, I just want to give a little bit of relief and give you some facts about what organic actually means. Um, We will be back next week with another nutrition myth, and we are talking about processed foods. So you're going to learn all about them. There are different groups and how this may affect your health. Share this episode with a friend, and thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.